I'm Sean Duffy. I'm Janice Dean. I'm Tom Shalou, And this is the Fox News Rundown. Wednesday, February 28th, 2024. I'm Eben Brown. An era ends on Capitol Hill as the top Republican in the U.S. Senate says he will not seek a leadership role come November. Mitch McConnell, he has been the Republican leader of the Senate since January 3rd, 2007. That is a long time. Really a a historic run at leadership in the U.S. Senate. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. It's hard to imagine a time when Senator Mitch McConnell of Kentucky wasn't at the front of the line of Senate Republicans. He's been the party leader in the Senate as majority or minority leader. He was the majority whip under leader Bill Frist. McConnell is now saying that in November he will leave the party leadership. I stand before you today, Mr. President, and my colleagues to say this will be my last term as Republican leader of the Senate. That truly marks the end of an era, especially for his allies and maybe more so for his detractors. Mitch McConnell has been a United States senator from Kentucky since 1985. Fox's Jared Halpern is our long-serving Capitol Hill correspondent. He's been covering Mitch McConnell this whole time. He has been the Republican leader of the Senate, either as the minority leader, as he is now, or as the majority leader, as he was uh, from 2015 to 2021. He has been the Republican leader of the Senate since January 3rd, 2007. That is a long time. Uh, That is uh, really a a historic run at leadership uh, in the uh, in the U.S. Senate. And it shows really his ability to kind of be able to understand the temperature of Senate Republicans and understands his ability uh, to kind of speak to their needs while also kind of putting them in their place if that needs to happen, right? He has served, um, as I said, both as a majority leader, as a minority leader with Republican presidents, with Democratic presidents. Um, He has been, uh, you know, if you think about it kind of in parliamentary terms, the leader of the opposition in a number of of instances as well. Um, And he has held sway over the Republican Party in the Senate, um, as I said, since 2007. All of that being said, Evan, there have been signals over the past, I don't know, year, maybe two years that some of that hold maybe has been slipping a little bit. Um, certainly he is not um, in what you would call kind of the Trump wing of the Republican Party. Right. There have certainly been public uh, disputes, uh, public differences of opinion between McConnell and Trump. Uh, you have seen um, McConnell's leadership challenged in a way that it really hadn't been previously. Now, they had been unsuccessful challenges, but challenges nonetheless that spilled over uh, into a very public way. Um, and then most recently, you have seen uh, McConnell um, unable to do two things that are important to him. One, uh, get House Republicans to go along with the Senate on this Ukraine aid bill, a Ukraine aid bill, by the way, that did not get a majority vote of Senate Republicans. More Senate Republicans voted against that than voted for it, despite the stamp of approval and pretty strong advocacy for that measure from Mitch McConnell. You also saw the influence of former President Trump Uh, go over his influence on that emerging bipartisan immigration deal that was being worked out 
uh, in the Senate. Um, Chuck Schumer had talked about how closely he had worked with Mitch McConnell on that, that uh, they had worked in good faith and that this was really some of the hardest uh, legislation that they had been a a part of together uh, in a long time. You saw Trump come out opposed to that. McConnell backed away from it. And so there have been signs that perhaps his hold on the Republican Senate uh, was starting to show signs of slippage just a little bit. I will finish with this, though, and that is that he is still the Republican leader, right? He is not stepping down until uh, November. November, the elections happen. That is when traditionally both Republicans and Democrats would have an idea of what their numbers will look like, who would be in the majority, who would be in the minority beginning in December. They hold their elections. Um, Had he wanted to remain the Republican leader, he certainly would have been able to do that. He's not, which means that he will be, for all intents and purposes, a rank and file member of the Senate, the senior senator. Uh, from uh, Kentucky for at least a couple of more years um, with a new uh, person for the first time since uh, 2007 uh, leading uh, the Republicans in the Senate. I want to touch more on some of the things you just brought up. Um, One really has uh, uh, stricken me, I think, uh, as so historically significant. He had for, I think, a great much of his run as as the Republican leader in the Senate, an uncanny ability to to make Republican senators rally to a cause. He was able mm-hmm. to whip votes up in ways that other people couldn't do it. I think even maybe people like Senator uh, Dole, the late Senator Dole, couldn't do. Talk about that a bit more. That That's an amaz- amazing legislative accomplishment, a, a parliamentary accomplishment, to use one of your words. It does. And, and it, spe- it speaks to, again, why he was able to be the Republican leader for so long, right? That takes an ability to understand how to reach your members, how to reach your Republican senators. What do they need? Where are those pressure points? What can you do to ease concerns? It's very, very similar to the reason, for instance, former Speaker Nancy Pelosi was able to lead Democrats in the House for as long as she did. She knew every single pressure point. She knew when maybe to to use a stick. She knew when to use a carrot. Mitch McConnell cut from very much the same cloth. And it's the type of cloth you have to be cut from if you're going to rise not just to the level of leadership in the United States Congress, but to be a leader in the United States Congress for two decades or more. And let's talk more about the the cracks in that in that power that have um, that have emerged over the past really couple of years. I think uh, certainly the the Donald Trump effect has had part to do with this. The uh, there is a a major separation uh, uh, between Republicans in Washington, and I think very specifically between House and Senate. You you see a much more populist or MAGA bent among Republicans in power in the in the House. Uh, whereas Senate Republican, the power structure has been with the more traditional, more moderate uh, Republicans. And I think it's it's interesting because in in these past few years, you've seen the the tone change from Democrats. They're they're they've been a bit complimentary of Mitch McConnell, whereas they have turned uh, 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 successive House speakers on the MAGA side of is uh, uh, to their uh, to sort of be their uh, their enemy. Um, whether it's Speaker Johnson or Speaker McCarthy before him. Um, so uh, l- let's talk about that. That That's a, a big mean, significant change, too, in the in the whole dynamic of Washington. It will. Now, part of that, I think, is just the nature of the House and the Senate, right? The House is a more you know, volatile sort of body, much more rowdier, right? It's much more 
uh, smaller districts. There's a lot more of them. People are can be elected in much smaller geographical and demographical areas. Right. So obviously, senators are uh, representative statewide. George Washington, believe it or not, quipped that uh, the Senate was created to cool uh, the was supposed to be sort of the, the cooling saucer to the hot tea that right. was the House of Representatives. <laughs> so um, part of that is is by design. I probably did not do that justice in the way that, that George Washington did. But that was the idea, right, is the right. Senate was always sort of be like, hold on, let's take a deep breath. Let's not be so reactionary. That being said, a lot of those sort of more populist uh, strains within the Republican Party um, are very much a part of a lot of, of these new Senate Republicans, right? Yeah. You've seen that, you know, in J.D. Vance or Josh Hawley. Right. Uh, I mentioned that leadership challenge that uh, Mitch McConnell faced uh, last year. From Rick that Scott. came from uh, yeah. Florida Senator Rick Scott, right? So there have been those that have been critical of McConnell's willingness to maybe cut bipartisan deals, to maybe not toe the line with what Donald Trump wants, Um for instance, Mitch McConnell has not yet endorsed Donald Trump for 2024. Right. Doesn't mean that he won't. Right. But that is just another kind of flashpoint that you look at when you wonder why now? Yes, Mitch McConnell is 81 years old. Yes, Mitch McConnell has had some health issues. Yes, yeah. Mitch McConnell has um, ha has talked about, uh, you know, this might be his last term uh, in the Senate. But that term doesn't end next year doesn't end this year right? right and so there had really been no indication that uh, those other factors were, were kind of moving him to this decision until he came out today and and kind of made it official and um i think is now giving the conference time to decide how they want to be led uh two names in my view kind of emerge right from the get-go one obviously would have to be john thune why? The South Dakota Republican has been in Republican leadership for a long time. He is currently the Senate Republican number two. A clear choice uh, cut Senate from that same cloth is, is Mitch McConnell, but somebody who is also, for instance, recently endorsed Donald Trump. The other person that comes to mind, uh, at least initially, is John Cornyn, uh, a former longtime member of um, uh, Senate Republican leadership, somebody who has uh, a lot of clout, has a lot of goodwill from Senate Republicans has been there a long time, has led, uh, you know, important committees, the Judiciary Committee and things like that. So I think from the get go, those are the two favorites. I will be interested to see, though, if any of these other uh, maybe more populist, maybe more MAGA aligned candidates start emerging and, and we kind of see uh, the Senate go through a, a similar kind of moment that House Republicans have gone through, right? Trying to find where do they fit in the spectrum, right? How do they want their party, their conference, their caucus to be defined? We're speaking with Fox News correspondent Jared Halpern from Washington on the news that Mitch McConnell, senator from Kentucky, will no longer seek Republican leadership roles come November. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. You've been uh, covering the Congress for a very long time. You've been covering 13, uh, and, a half 13 and a half years. That's an amazing run. Mitch McConnell uh, uh, has led the Republicans longer, yeah. though. OK, so he is well, the only he's the only <laughs> Senate Republican leader I've ever covered. Um, yeah. So so you've, you've uh, um, things are going to change. For, things are going to change for the press corps, too, here pretty soon. <laughs> well, well, that's why you, you've 
been around him. Uh, you've been up close and personal with him uh, on numerous occasions. T- t- tell us, tell us about the man, Mitch McConnell, beyond the 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 you know the head and shoulders we see on TV most of the time. He reveres the United States Senate, yeah. which is true of a lot of senators, especially senators who have been around a long time. There is a reverence for the institution, that the institution is oftentimes more important than the party, is more important than maybe uh, the day-to-day politics that consume Washington, right? That the United right. States Senate uh, has so much history. And, and Mitch McConnell, like a lot of uh, Senate leaders, revere that history. Let me tell this one story. The first time I was in Mitch McConnell's office was probably about 13 years ago or so. They don't switch offices on the Senate side when you're Republican leader or minority leader. Your office stays the same. So his office has always been in the Republican leadership suite, which once upon a time was the Library of Congress when the Capitol was a much smaller place. It is where the fire was set by the British in 1814, during the War of 1812, in the fireplace that is now kind of in the um, reception room for what is Mitch McConnell's office. There was a fireplace there. He pointed out to me the history of that room. He pointed out to me the fireplace, and he took great um, uh, joy in showing me this little chip that is in the fireplace from apparently the melee that ensued <laughs> during the setting <laughs> wow. of the fire uh, during the war of um, 1812 um, in 1814 when the British set fire. I do believe um, I'd have to go back and check, but I do believe British prime ministers have been welcomed there since. I, I believe you're right. I believe uh, Tony Tony Blair during his uh, speech to uh, the joint yeah. session uh, made a quick sorry uh, apology. There you go. Yeah, got a lot of they, laughter. They know what they did. Oh yeah, they, they they know what they've done. Um, but but I mean, there it's it's it is amazing if you take the the political rancor out and you, you you can see the the love for the institution that you're talking about, and it is obviously an institution. It's our upper chamber of our legislature and. And it serves a specific pers- a purpose. Uh, some people might argue that uh, a certain constitutional amendment uh, kind of altered its purpose and altered its effectiveness, but it's still here. It's still a very important part of this. And that's not lost on people like Senator McConnell. It's not. And I'll say this as well. The timing with him stepping aside, as I said, after the election yeah. um, will probably, if President Biden wins reelection, has a second term, not having Mitch McConnell in a leadership position will be a change. Listen, these two served in the Senate together for a long time. They have a friendship. They have a relationship. Um, They have been able to cut deals together during the Obama administration when McConnell was the majority leader and they needed to get something done on a bipartisan basis. It was very often uh, President Obama who sent his vice president to go see if he could work that out because of those relationships. So, um, you talk about kind of just the governance. This will impact that. We'll see kind of over the next several months if a Republican leader emerges. But, um, yeah, it, it will be a big turning of the page for Republicans in the United States Senate, to be sure. Jared Halpern, our Fox News correspondent from Washington, host of the Fox News Rundown from Washington podcast. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you, Evan. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.